Hey, it's Eric Hulkern, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. On this episode, we're talking to Dr. Steven Zonka from Muskegon Surgical Associates, and we're talking about what patients can expect when they come to the office now that Michigan is opening up, and some of the hottest trends in plastic surgery and aesthetics as we're in the middle of the summer. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Dr. Zonka, how are you, my friend? I'm doing great, Eric. Thanks for having us on. Thank you so much for joining us. So, you know, we are, uh, we're obviously in a strange time, as all businesses are right now. But before we talk about what you guys are doing right this very second, I want to go back a little bit for people who might not know you. And can you talk uh, about maybe your trajectory and how you got involved in plastic surgery? And, and, and then I want to ask you some questions about board certification, because I know how important that is. And I want people to understand why it's important. But how did you get your start and how did you get here? So I'm a plastic surgeon and I've been here in Muskegon for uh, along the lakeshore for 18 years. Uh, I originally uh, started my uh, surgical training in Detroit where I did my general surgery and then I went on to do a plastics fellowship. So uh, people who are board certified, physicians who are board certified have been through a training program and they've passed uh, a series of written and oral exams and have to maintain that certification through continuing education and and periodic examinations. Uh, so that's really important because there are people out there who are physicians, but they may be uh, simply a family practice doctor or otherwise and have no surgical training and can call themselves a cosmetic surgeon because there is no board of cosmetic surgery. There are several boards out there where you simply pay a $150 fee and you can be a board certified uh, beyond the board of a specialty. The American Society of Plastic Surgeons, which we're all uh, members of, requires board certification here by the American Board of Plastic Surgery. So it is it, it requires that you have had surgical training in plastic surgery as well as pass the board certification process. So it, it, it separates out people who have had true training and people who, for example, might just dabble in something um, uh, aesthetically. And, and this, this art of medicine is very complex. I mean, the, some of the things that you guys offer uh, require a level of expertise and skill that, to, your, to use your words, you know, you can't dabble in facial reconstruction, right? Like that's a thing that you actually have to have a firm grasp on how that happens. Uh, we have seen people, physicians who are non-surgeons, uh, uh, create problems for people, patients, uh, not uh, without the adequate background and training. And uh, like many challenging uh, medical issues, there are more than one way to address a problem. But if you're only familiar with uh, one tool, uh, the whole, if you, if your only tool is a hammer, the whole world looks like a nail, but there's sometimes when you need a screwdriver or a wrench to, uh, to tackle a problem. And so uh, having a broad base in training in plastic surgery gives us all the tools we need to be able to handle not only uh, routine things, but but the more uh, challenging processes. And it, it also, there are people who are certainly great candidates for things like Botox and facial fillers. There are also people who would benefit from something like a laser or surgical intervention. And someone who doesn't have that full spectrum of knowledge and training to be able to offer that uh, 
again, their their whole world looks like a nail. Dr. Zonka is joining us, and and we've obviously touched on in a current COVID-19 world, uh, the way in which we interact with our guests or our patients has obviously changed. And as people are coming in to see you guys, what can they expect now that most of what you guys are able to do, I think all of what you're able to do has opened up as of yesterday, but what can they expect when they come into the office? Sure. Like many places, uh, we ask that you wear a mask when you come in for your appointment. Uh, We will ask you a few screening questions about illness symptoms at the door uh, and check your temperature. And that that goes for not only the plastic surgery side of our office, but we are general surgeons and our vascular surgeons also. We're additionally limiting family members who accompany you to your appointment to essential uh, uh, people to provide uh, the treatment so we can limit the number of people in the office to allow for more social distancing and spacing. Um, Our spa clients will actually check in and then uh, wait uh, in their car or outside. It's beautiful this time of year, so they can wait. We'll we'll actually call you in when we're ready for your spa appointment. Again, it's just trying to minimize the number of people in a closed area. Um, Even though we've got a nice spacious waiting room, we're still trying to keep people spaced out as much as possible. And so, Dr. Zonka, how how is the staff doing? You know, it's one of the questions I've been asking everybody I've been interviewing. Like, how are you guys doing? You know, because this is this is obviously a stress on consumers as they try and navigate the world. But you guys, you know, for you will meet people who will be like, I don't want to wear a mask as I go into the coffee shop. And that's like five minutes. But with some of your staff, they might be wearing masks the entire day. So, like, mentally, how's the how's the team doing? You know, actually, our team is doing great. Um, We're uh, uh for many of our procedures in the office, we wear a mask for an extended period of time. And so uh, this isn't anything completely uh, foreign for many many of our staff, especially on the nursing side. Um, and uh, our, you know, our staff is happy to be back at uh, taking right. care of patients. Um, and uh, uh, there's certainly some extra procedures in place. Like I said, the screening at the door. And uh, I think everyone is uh, enjoys, we really enjoy what we do as far as taking care of people and, and people we have relationships with built over many years of seeing them. And so I, I personally really enjoy being back, taking care of people. Uh, it was a very strange time for, for everyone when we were uh, just seeing emergency things at the hospital and, and really limiting what we did. So, uh, and, and on that same line, we would encourage people who um, uh, have maybe uh, had a mammogram that was canceled during this time or a colonoscopy or a skin cancer screening with us or a a vascular ultrasound screening. Um, If that was either canceled or rescheduled because of the shutdown, we would encourage you to contact us and we would be happy to set that up. Or even if you're not a patient of ours, we can help coordinate uh, things like a mammogram for you because those are really important uh, uh, screening tools to to find uh, potentially uh, serious problems in advance or where they're still in a very treatable uh, stage. We've certainly, uh, talking with my general surgery colleagues, have had um, they've had an increase in the number of uh, really bad gallbladder disease come in because people they because of the shutdown and people were worried about going into the hospital um, that uh, they have maybe put off uh, seeking treatment. And so I w- I would encourage people who have been having symptoms like upper abdominal pain after eating fatty foods to to uh, contact us for a general surgery referral so that we can help you take care of that uh, in, in advance of a, um, a, a major problem. 
Um, as far as the hospitals also, the hospitals are doing a great job of screening people at the door. Um, people who are having surgery are being uh, screened for the, the coronavirus testing. Um, and so that we are, we make sure that we know if anyone has the virus that they are isolated before they get to the hospital. Uh, and so it, the hospital is, is back open and, and um, taking care of patients very safely. And so if you have any concerns, please don't hesitate to go into the emergency room or to, to seek treatment at a hospital if, if you need that. Yeah, I was just going to hit on that, Dr. Zonker, because I, I know that the medical community is frustrated by that and that people are staying home because they're worried about an interaction happening. So you're seeing these things kind of pop up when they could have been sort of tackled earlier than, be, you know, before they became catastrophic. It's it's certainly uh, we, we have seen that in in our uh, treatment arena, people who maybe had a little little infection that turned into a an abscess that could have been maybe treated with just antibiotics now or um, requiring incision and drainage or, or more aggressive things when when it possibly could have been treated with uh, a, with just antibiotics or a minor procedure uh, uh, had it had it been treated uh, in a more timely fashion and we understand there's some concern but at the at this point uh, both in the office and in the hospital, there are excellent protocols in place to keep people safe. And um, we have enhanced cleaning protocols within our office. All our staff go through screening. All the staff at the hospital go through screening. And there's an enhanced cleaning process in, in the hospital also. All right. So we're, we're in uh, some Michiganders, lots of Michiganders' favorite time of the year being summer. And people are, are getting used to summer as we've been coming out of uh, you know, being sheltered in place. So for you guys, what what are some hot treatments going on, not only in the, the plastic side, but the aesthetic side, right? The skincare side. What, like, what are some things that you are seeing a lot of right now that you typically do as we're heading into the summer, or I guess should say in the summer? So certainly Botox, Dysport, Xeomin are our neurotoxins, um, and those are very popular. Uh, uh, everyone wants to look great, and uh, it, they are able to erase the frown lines from your face, and, and those are very popular. And just like people who have been unable to get a haircut for the last couple of months, those are uh, great things to make you feel and look your best. Facial fillers are also uh, very popular right now. Again, uh, it's a uh, uh, non-surgical lift to the face to soften fine lines and, and plump up cheeks and those are really very popular right now. Uh, cool sculpting is another non-surgical treatment that we do right in the office. Cool sculpting freezes the fatty tissue uh, to uh, help you look your best uh, getting ready for beach beach body and, and pool pool season. So um, the uh, there's no downtime with the cool sculpting and it uh, literally freezes the fat, so it, it goes away. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I've seen school, cool sculpting. It's a very cool process. So the, the last thing I want to ask you is for people who are watching this as they're getting out in the sun and what's different, I feel, as any other year is that we've been inside cooped up for a long time. So we might sort of forget the habits that we need to make sure that we're protecting our skin when we're out. Could you give us some tips on, on ways in which we can protect our skin when we're out in the summer sun, especially when temperature wise it's sort of been up and down like when it gets hot it feels like oh i should put sunscreen on but when it's 70 and comfortable you you tend to forget that stuff absolutely sunscreen is a great protective uh protection 
for our skin to prevent skin cancers, as well as the signs of facial aging. Um, protective uh, clothing, such as, for example, a wide-brimmed hat or, uh, you know, a uh, the swimwear shirts that, that, for example, if you're going to be out in the, in the water, uh, we find that water activities tend to wash off a lot of sunscreens, even the waterproof sunscreens. And so for people who are going to be out doing water sports or, or out at the beach, um, I, I do recommend the uh, swim shirts that have SPF built into them uh, because that doesn't wash off. Um, there is no question that uh, sun damage can uh, lead to a, a to skin cancers of the face and, and arms. Those are the common areas we see it. Those are the areas that get the most sun. So sunblock is always recommended or some type of protective clothing. We don't want you to live in fear of the sun. We want you to get out and enjoy this beautiful weather we're having, but just be com make common sense decisions that uh, even on a 70 degree day and it, uh, partly, partly cloudy, uh, you still get significant sun damage if you're going to be out throughout the day. Dr. Steven Zonka, thank you so much for your time today. I hope you and your staff remain healthy and safe, and we will talk to you next time. Thank you, Eric. Have a good afternoon.